Welcome to the Outrage Science Bites podcast, a companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. This is day three of our 30-day challenge, where we're talking about various phenomena related to our Outrage Overload podcast, the kinds of things that we talk about on the Outrage Overload podcast with our scientists, guests, and authors, and so on. And today, I'm going to talk about something that might seem odd. We're going to talk about some of the positive aspects of moral outrage. So we have a show about outrage, and we often talk, and we're, we're out there trying to talk about lowering the temperature. But we also should note that one reason we're lowering the temperature is because moral outrage can be a tool to can be a motivational tool that that can have pro-social aspects to it. But that only works if you aren't always dialed up to 11 and outraged about everything. So that's kind of what... So let's talk a little bit about the idea of moral outrage as being an emotional response that could have positive pro-social aspects to it. So we think that maybe moral outrage came about as for that purpose, right? Maybe this is in our evolution, uh, our evolutionary biology, moral outrage became a tool to get groups to um, come together for certain things. And it's it's a very strong emotional response to a perceived injustice is typically what it is. So that's typically what we're talking about with moral outrage, right? It's, it's sort of this moral indignation idea. So that obviously can have negative it's a negative emotion in general and it can have negative it can have harmful effects especially if it doesn't accompany any sort of positive change but when moral outrage sort of works the way our evolution designed it to it becomes that powerful motivator and you know we've seen this in real life right i mean we've seen this there's all kind of examples the civil rights movement was fueled in part by moral outrage the environmental movement, the women's rights movement, LGBTQ plus movements. So we, we see this being a positive outcome, another or a positive having positive effect. We also, uh, you could say that the Watergate scandal led to a wave of moral outrage and public pressure, which resulted in Nixon resigning and later, um, you know, some additional laws and changes to some of our institutions. So there's been multiple cases and research in this area, be psychology and behavioral science, has shown that the pro-social behaviors that can be triggered or can result include um, altruism. So it can it can it can motivate people to help others, even if you don't personally know them, or even if you're and even if you're not going to benefit from those actions. Um, it can obviously create political engagement so it can motivate people to become more politically involved, voting, contacting representatives, participating in protests, all sorts of things like that. And it can also, which is again, sort of another example of that would be activism. So you can also potentially, moral outrage could motivate us to take action to address social problems. People may start a petition, organize a protest, run for office. So these are the positive, uh, aspects, pro-social aspects of moral outrage. So, you know, when we talk about outrage, it's not always bad. What's bad is the outrage overload that we talk about on the Outrage Overload podcast, when we're just outraged all the time about everything. And and also there's no steps to take. There's there's no action to be taken. So, so that's what 
so I wanted to just point out that that there are various um, positive aspects and some of the science behind what why moral outrage may exist as such a powerful emotion for humans. The other side of that that I'll finish with is those negative impacts of chronic stress and the negative impacts that can have on our physical and mental health. And this is a well-established area of study in medical and psychological research. Uh, There's all kinds of things that are getting involved, um, releases of cortisol, cortisol and adrenaline, and those bodies prepare those those hormones prepare our bodies for fight or flight response, which is a natural survival mechanism. And when stress is chronic and remains activated for extended periods of time, this can lead to a variety of health problems. The list is actually quite long, um, but include heart disease, high blood pressure, stroke, obesity, can weaken the immune system. Uh, and it also can make people more susceptible to infections and illnesses. Uh, these can even go into uh, post-traumatic stress disorder type type situations, um, anxiety, depression. These can worsen all those mental health conditions. And on the Outrage Overload podcast, we we identify one of our stressors, <laughs> which is important to know what your stressors are, as this constant stream of of outrage-inducing, anger-inducing media and other exposure from politicians and social media and other things related to sort of what we refer to generally as kind of the outrage porn or outrage industry. So, you know, this isn't exactly a a self-help podcast, but uh, since one of those stressors is that, the outrage porn and outrage industry, obviously sort of managing your exposure to that and developing coping mechanisms for it, which is what our whole podcast is about. So I can't really go in. We're not going to cover all of those, but I'll, I'll just, you know, a few things beyond, you know, what we talk about on the show, which I'll probably will circle back in some of these little episodes with a few of those things uh, here and there that we've talked about. But some of the side effect things you can do, or um, I would say auxiliary things, like maybe is what I want to say, are, are just general things, right? So we're not, a, we're not necessarily a lifestyle podcast, but you know, you've got the basics, right? So eating a healthy diet, getting exercise, getting enough sleep. Those are huge factors um, in reducing our stress levels. Uh, people, you know, there's a number of relaxation techniques, uh, deep breathing, meditation, and yoga. And of course, there's also seeking out professional help. If it gets, you know, when it gets to that point, a, a therapist or a counselor, and they can teach you additional coping skills um, and maybe put together a stress management plan. Okay, well, that's how we'll wrap up this episode. This is day three of the 30-day challenge, and we will have another episode tomorrow. Please listen to the Outrage Overload podcast. That's a long-form podcast about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. We'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) 